are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening everybody? What's good? It's your girl Janan right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA, and other combat sports. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about noble fighters and athletes, how they got started in the game, and where they are now. So what's happening everybody? What's good? another week another episode here we are so yeah i'm just so happy to be here today as always and you know what time it is it's that time of the year again i mean christmas is almost upon us and um yeah we're towards the the end of november and um you know the uh, the end of november by itself brings so many amazing fights and um, you know not just in MMA and boxing and Muay Thai and there's just so much going on right now and not only that when he when we approach the end of December actually before the beginning of January before the beginning of the new year we are going to have the best fights of the entire year I mean the promoters really know what to do to actually get a lot of moolah so yeah I mean I mean what else is better than that I mean the fans are happy the promoters are happy the fighters are hopefully happy so yeah man um, just a heads up there's so many great fights coming up towards the end of December we have UFC coming up we have Bellator we have amazing fights all the way in Japan and Ryzen coming up and um, actually most of those are happening all on the same night so by the time you finish watching UFC then you can just um, you know jump over and watch the watch the pay-per-view for Ryzen and uh, let me tell you this if you if you try to go down that route then you're not gonna get any sleep on that night so but I mean it's it's pretty okay because it's towards the end of uh, December and you know New Year's Eve and whatnot so you know you're just kind of preparing yourself for for new year's eve and um, all the partying that is going to be going on and whatnot anyway okay let's stay away from that and uh what else oh yeah so today we have so many great fights to break down of course because we are on tko and if we do not break down a fight here on tko then what what are we even doing here okay anyway so we have a phenomenal fight phenomenal mma fight for UFC Fight Night, which is going to be happening in Shanghai, in China. This is the first time that the UFC is having a card in China. And um, the, the card, the entire card is going to be headlined by a fight between Michael Bisping, who actually just fought um, GSP, the legendary GSP. And Michael Bisping is going to be fighting Kelvin Gastelum. So that's, that fight's going to be phenomenal. And we're going to be breaking it down today. And what else? So we also have boxing this weekend. I think it's going to be on the same night. Okay, so I'm not actually sure when the UFC Shanghai uh, fights are going to be happening. Like what time? Because, you know, the time zones are going to be different. And maybe they're going to be having that during daytime you know if you're considering eastern time zone but i'm not exactly sure you have to just um keep checking and whatnot but i'm pretty sure that this boxing fight which is going to be a fight between sergey kovalev and yacheslav shabransky yay i said that right so that that fight i'm pretty sure it's going to be happening um overnight 
uh, on November 25th, which is Saturday. So um, I'm pretty sure that fight is going to be happening at night. But I'm not sure about the UFC fight night fight because it's going to be happening all the way on the other side of the world. So you have to, again, you have to double check. But anyway, I mean, what else is better than having multiple fight cards on one day i mean i'm pretty sure you can you cannot get any chores done you cannot go out with your friends i mean of course you can have friends over and watch the fights with them i mean that's gonna be always fun but yeah i mean because the fights are gonna be so phenomenal you're just gonna be glued to your chair and just um your eyes are gonna be constantly um fixed on the screen to see what's gonna happen next so yeah, just a warning, and um, yeah, it's going to be phenomenal. So those are the fights that are going to be, uh, we are going to be breaking down today here on TKO. What else? Oh, yeah, so as I said, it's almost the end of November, and I mean, I cannot believe it personally. And so uh, November 27th is coming up, and November 27th is a special day because it's the day that my man Bruce Lee was born. Yeah, Shout out to my man, Bruce Lee, and um, I mean, what a legend, and of course, we're going to be paying a tribute to him today, and I know last week, we kind of talked about Bruce Lee when we were doing the movie critique or movie review for his um, biographical movie called Birth of the Dragon, but I mean, that's not enough, that's not nearly enough. Uh, especially when it comes to Bruce Lee and, um, you know, just talking about his accomplishments and what type of a person he was, how phenomenal of a, of a martial artist he was. And, you know, we're going to be talking about him a little bit today. And, um, you know, it's, it's just a shame that he's not with us today anymore. But let me tell you this, even though he's not with us anymore, his presence is always felt everywhere and all the time especially if you follow his philosophy and mentality and just some you know follow in his footsteps you will always feel his presence there and um, you know his ideologies are always will always be there forever i think and uh, what else so i mean yeah how, how do you expect somebody as great as um bruce lee to you know how do you expect his um memories to be uh, forgotten when you're talking about somebody uh, talking about somebody like Bruce Lee because it's Bruce Lee man how do you forget about Bruce Lee he's just one of the best guys ever and so yeah I mean uh, that's just a preview to the tribute that I'm going to be giving to um, Bruce Lee today so that is also line up for today what else oh before we get started with our breakdowns on the tribute to Bruce Lee um, I just wanted to bring this up. So um, I just want to dedicate this episode, this episode number 44 of um, TKO to Jessica Lindsay, who was an Australian um, Muay Thai amateur fighter. Jessica was um, recently scheduled to fight an amateur fight. And um, as she was trying to cut weight for her upcoming fight, she unfortunately became extremely dehydrated and um she collapsed and unfortunately a few days ago she just passed away because of the fact that she was just so extremely dehydrated and you know because of the fact that she was trying to make weight for her fight and so i wanted to talk about this because this is just such a horrible horrible fact that we're dealing with here and it's just horrible to hear about it it is extremely sad to hear about it because i mean and i'm pretty sure this is not the first time that something similar is happening to 
um, to fighter, especially an amateur fighter, because, you know, amateur fighters don't always have the luxury of having a nutritionist with them or having th- having a crew or an entourage with them so that, you know, they're going to be constantly told, hey, you can actually have this diet. You know, I'm going to pay for for this company to bring in your your foods and your, you know, correctly um, portioned food and meals so that you can easily lose weight and you don't have to constantly dehydrate yourself and whatnot amateur fighters don't always have that luxury especially because amateur fighters um, don't actually fight for for money and um, a lot of this um, you know the 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 costs and the expenses they have to pay for themselves and so because of that just to save money and to I mean, and and they also have the dream deep down in their heart, which is to just um, gain more experience in fighting and hopefully become a pro one day. So because of that, they are willing to try anything to, to, uh, uh, you know, achieve their goal, which is to um, actually uh, get to fight their opponent and to actually win that fight. And weight cutting is a very important and um, essential part of any fight okay when whether you're talking about professional or amateur but in this case because amateur fighters just like i said they don't always know how to properly cut weights they just go for that dehydration route and because of that we see a lot of amateur fighters just collapsing and if i mean you you will be extremely lucky if you actually get to the hospital and you survive that um, dehydration and you actually get to live but unfortunately in cases like jessica's it's just so sad that we lose talented, talented fighters and uh, we lose um, amazing prospects like that. And it's just so, so, I mean, it makes me really angry because I know there are some people out there that can actually come up with some rules and regulations that can change this um, a whole weight cutting thing if we come up with more um, weight divisions overall and just some newer weight divisions so that uh, the difference between the weight divisions isn't you know that much I mean, we can potentially reduce this whole dehydration thing because the fighters don't ultimately have to cut a lot of weight and they don't ultimately have to dehydrate themselves to cut a lot of weight. So if we come up with better alternatives, then we can potentially fix this. And I know, again, I know there are some people out there who can make this happen. So hopefully by talking about it here on TKO, we get to, you know, make some action happen and um you know hopefully we get to do something so that things are changed and that you know jessica is is happy the the in the place that she is right now and so yeah man so i'm just so sorry to hear about this news and um, hopefully just like i said we're going to be dedicating this episode to jessica jessica Lindsay, and hopefully jessica if you're listening to this right now i hope you enjoyed this episode Okay, so moving on. So moving on to my man, Bruce Lee. So November 27th is going to be Bruce Lee's birthday. Bruce Lee was born in 1940. And if he was alive today, would would that be 70, 77 years old? I think so, right? Yeah, so we we just lost Bruce Lee at such a young age. As a matter of fact, he passed away at age 32, which is just super young. And man, I mean, what a pity. 
especially with such such a phenomenal talent and legend like Bruce Lee, it's just so sad to to know that fact. But I mean, let's just talk about all the great things that Bruce Lee accomplished throughout this entire life. I mean, yes, um, he he had his own um, uh, martial arts school in San Francisco and Seattle in America. He was doing something that. Nobody was actually, I mean, not a, not that nobody, but not a lot of people were actually doing back in the day um, at that time in um, America, which is to teach martial arts and kung fu, original kung fu to pretty much everybody and just opening the doors of your classes to everybody. And, um, you know, he, he, he did that. And um, originally he was going with the original style that he was uh, basically taught himself by Ip Man, who was um, his master, his um, master, his Sifu, Ip Man. And actually, there's a movie about Ip Man, who is a legendary, legendary grandmaster from um, China. So the the original style that Bruce Lee was taught by Ip Man was Wing Chun, as we talked about it on our previous episode, which is just um, um, traditional um Wushu, you know, just traditional uh, Kung Fu, just some um, Southern style Kung Fu, you could say. So the Kung Fu that is being taught in Southern parts, parts of China and in some parts of Hong Kong. So that's the style that Bruce Lee was uh, mostly practicing and teaching for for the first um part of his you know professional career you could say and then you know it was after that uh, the 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 experience and the encounter that he had with uh, Wong Jack Man we talked about on our previous episode Wong Jack Man was a master from from the Shaolin Temple and he came over to America and you know we okay in real life we don't actually know what happened but we you know all we know is that Bruce Lee changed his style after his encounter with Wong Jack Man. And so he decided to change his uh, Wing Chun style to Jeet Kune Do, which is his own style. And actually, Bruce Lee believes that there there is no such thing as style. And the best style to go with is to just have no style. Because essentially, when it comes to fighting, I mean, what is the pur- purpose of uh, martial arts? It is to basically be able to defend yourself and to, you know, correctly um, just demonstrate and, and perform um, combat moves in a way. And so what is the most efficient way to, to just carry out those things? Well, in his mind, and I totally agree with him. In his mind, he said that it's it's just better to have no style overall, but it's better to have, um, you know, movements that are efficient. For instance, if you just um, say if you get into a street fight and um, you're you're a kung fu student and you just try to. Um, you know, uh, do the things that were taught in class, or I mean, it could be any combat sport. Say you're you're a Taekwondo athlete, and you get into a street fight. I mean, you can't always just get into your in, in, into your guard and uh, you know try to do the things that you were you know step by step. You were taught step by step in class. You can just go with that. But if you if you don't really have a style, but you know the moves. 
and you know which one is the most efficient in terms of um, when you know when it comes to defending yourself or when it comes to trying to be offensive towards um, an opponent or someone else who's trying to attack you, then that's uh, ultimately the 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 best move that is going to help you be successful in a, in a fight and just um, come on top. So that was essentially Bruce Lee's um, ideology, and not only that. So that was just the physical aspect of it, the physical aspect of um, the martial art style. Again, I keep saying style, but you know, I'm I'm just trying to say that that was his type. So you know, that was just a physical aspect of his style, but. Uh, what also Bruce Lee came up with that not a lot of other people were thinking about at that time was the was the f- philosophy that came along with that um, martial art type, and that was to just um, you know empty your minds and be formless. I mean, I'm I'm kind of directing his quote if I'm not mistaken, but yeah, I'm just kind of going off of my uh, uh, from the top of my head but I might be kind of um, you know misquoting him but this I'm pretty much paraphrasing okay so all he says in his philosophy is that okay while you're conducting your moves and while you're trying to do martial arts and combat sports you have to empty your minds and be formless you have to be shapeless like water now water can flow or it can or it can crash so you have to be like water and that is just one of the many things that Bruce Lee tried to endorse with his um, new sort of philosophy and mentality and actually when you think about it real deep it really does make sense and it's just phenomenal I mean just take some time out of your day and um, say you're doing um, you're training or you're doing martial arts or you're boxing or I don't know doing jujitsu or whatever just take some time out of your day and while you're doing those um, while you're training while you're doing those moves just think about some of the things that Bruce Lee has said in his entire um, you know just uh, some of the things that he said some of the philosophical things that he said uh, for example the thing that I just mentioned just think about that in a real um, deep manner and try to actually hack it into your memory and to uh, just try to think about it think about what it actually means so um, you know just try to meditate on it and I uh, trust me man trust me I mean I've tried to incorporate that into my own training style and it's actually working really really good really really well so try to incorporate that try to incorporate some of Bruce Lee's uh, mentalities and ideologies into your own training and trust me, you will see some phenomenal results in terms of, you know, not just being um, strong physically, but also um, training your your mind and your mentality and your soul in a way. So because of that, I, I mean, I know Bruce Lee isn't with us anymore, but I'm pretty sure that he's listening to this right now. So Bruce Lee, I just want to give you a shout out, my man. And um, I just want to thank you so much for all the things, all the great things that you've done for martial arts in general and for humanity in a way and just for everything, man. And, you know, as much as I wish that I could be here with us today, I know that you're in a better place right now. And um, uh, all I have to say is that we just really miss you down here. And, um, just, um, you know, uh, have fun up there and, um, yeah, have a good time. So, again, thank you so much for everything that you've done for us, Bruce Lee. So, yeah, that's, 
Yeah, so yeah, some words of wisdom from your girl. Anyway, so okay, moving on now to our five breakdowns. Okay, so as we said, in Shanghai, China, we're going to be having a fight between Michael Bisping and Kelvin Gastelum. Now, Kelvin Gastelum was originally scheduled to fight、um, Anderson Silva. You know the legendary Anderson Silva. However, Anderson Silva he tested positive for some substances and whatnot. We don't actually know the details of the story. Just you know that's what the United States Anti-Doping Agency said. So we're just gonna go with that. And then Michael Bisping he actually fought George St. Pierre about three weeks ago, I think. Yes, just recently he fought GSB, and now he's、um, gonna be fighting Kelvin Gastelum this upcoming weekend as a replacement for Anderson Silva, and that's just crazy. I mean, Michael Bisping was just so lucky that he didn't sustain any horrible injuries while he was fighting GSB because. If that if that was the case, then he wouldn't be fighting Kelvin Gastelum right now. So good for him, good for Michael Bisping. So this fight is actually going to be pretty interesting because Michael Bisping, even though he lost his last fight against uh, uh, George St. Pierre, is actually pretty tough. And because of that, you know, not because of that, his opponents usually have a tough time trying to、uh, break him down in a way. I mean, unless you. Try to basically stop him by choking him out and to make him unconscious, or you know things that will you know really really stop him. Unless you do do those things, there's no way on earth they're going to be stopping Michael Bisping in a fight. Say if if you're trying to strike with him, there's no way they're going to be stopping him. If you're trying to say win by decision. There's a really low chance they're going to be winning against him because Michael Bisping is just so perseverant, and、um, you know he will just go out there, you know, all the way out there, and put everything out there, his entire heart out there, his entire soul out there. Will fight with everything that he has out there to win every single fight. He's gonna he he, he usually treats every single fight that he has out there as it's. As if it's the last one that he has, and ironically, this one's actually going to be his last fight because、uh, in his、um, post-fight interview, I think、uh, that he had after fighting George St. Pierre, he said that he wants to retire, but he just wants one last fight. But at that interview, he said that he wants to fight in、um, his in his home country. But right now he's actually fighting in China, so I'm not exactly sure if he's going to be retiring after this fight. But in terms of just the just the physicality and how much um, um, you know fuel he has left in him, I would say he's very close to retiring. And I actually personally do believe that this is the fight that、um, Michael Bisping is going to be retiring afterwards. But anyway, coming back to Kelvin Gastelum now. Kelvin Gastelum, he's a phenomenal striker. He wrestles really well. He knows how to get away from、um, submission positions. His jujitsu is phenomenal. And、um, my, you know, okay, it's it's weird in this case to figure out what he has to do to win against Michael Bisping because of all the things that I just said about Michael Bisping. <sighs> yeah, maybe he has to go for a submission again, just like how George St. Pierre won for a submission. I mean, Calvin has all the necessary jujitsu、uh, skills in him, so that's that's a possible way to go. 
but just like I said, if Kevin Gastelum wants to strike with um, uh, Michael Bisping, that's that's definitely not the way to go. And um, there's a really low chance that he's going to be getting the fight through a decision or maybe through a, a finish, through a knockout or a TKO. So I would definitely recommend that Kelvin Gastelum goes for for takedowns and tries to um, have the fight on the ground and potentially submits Michael Bisping again because that seems to be his... Um, uh, weak point. And for Michael Bisping to win this fight, he needs to tire out Kelvin Gastelum and just, um, you know, just go out there, just um, throw a lot of volume of punches and um, try to win this fight through decision if possible and try to keep his strikes as accurate as possible, deliver power as always, just be his usual self and not try to, you know, try new things, especially because I said this is going to be his um, um, last fight possibly you know um it's just best to stick to his um old roots and um just um be be the, be his um usual self and so yeah because of that that fight's gonna be phenomenal and i would definitely recommend everybody to watch this fight so yeah that's an exciting fight and now moving on to boxing so we have sergey kovalev and yacheslav Ye- shabransky fighting on november 25th so Okay, this fight um, is going to be in the light heavyweight division, and they're actually having this fight because uh, the champion at the at the light heavyweight division, who was Andre Ward, he actually retired a few months back, and um, I mean, okay, I'm not I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of Andre Ward, so I was kind of happy when he retired and whatnot, because especially because. His past two fights, he had been fighting Sergey Kovalev, who's going to be fighting on this night. And um, all the all the two times that he won against Sergey Kovalev, I I definitely did not did not agree with the decision that the judges came up with. And I wasn't the only person. You can um, you know ask a lot of other fans out there, and they would definitely agree with me. And um, the fact that Sergey Kovalev really did deserve to win those fights against Andre Ward. But anyway, here we are. So. Sergey Kovalev and um, Shabransky again have another chance at the championship belts and um, whoever wins this fight is going to become the new champion and so Sergey Kovalev I would say he has such a um, um, strong advantage against um, Shabransky because he's been here before and uh, you know he's been the champion before so I mean he could do it but I know it's been a while since he he won a fight, you know, he has, he's had two consecutive losses against Andre Ward. But that doesn't take anything away from how great of a boxer uh, Sergey Kovalev is. He's such a strong puncher. But the thing is, so is Shabransky. And so because of that, this fight is going to be super phenomenal because these um, two guys have such similar, similar styles and, um, you know, such similar um, power levels. And um, it'll all come down to how smart uh, one person outboxes the other person. And it will be interesting to see if we're going to be having um, not any any sort of knockouts. Because if we do, then that's going to be pretty interesting. And yeah, so this is going to be a tough fight actually for Sergey Kovalev because Shabransky isn't somebody to just underestimate. 
But yeah, man, I mean, personally, I'm going with um, Sergey Kovalev for this fight because, I mean, maybe it's like an emotional thing because I believe that in the past two fights that he had, he really deserved to win those fights. So maybe that's why I'm saying it. But any, anyhow, okay, doesn't matter what I say, just watch this fight because this fight is going to be phenomenal and you will not regret watching this fight. So that is all we have for you today, folks. So hopefully you enjoyed that. And yeah, that's all the time we're going to have for this week. Make sure that you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with TKO. And until next time, my friends, it's your girl Janan right here. And this is TKO. Peace out.